We're live, live from here, live anywhere from town USA, my home office. All right, uh, what should we do? A podcast let's, about let's, dad stuff? Let's get down to business. Let's talk fatherhood. Let's get serious and talk fatherhood. This is Modern Dadhood, an ongoing conversation about the joys, challenges, and the general insanity of being a dad in this moment. Whew, it felt good to say that. It felt so good to say that because it's been a little while since we've recorded. It was aggressive. I didn't even look at it. We um, got to get into our groove here. We do need to get into our groove. Let's introduce ourselves. My name is Mark Checkett, and I am a, a modern dad. Oops, I did it again. I'm a dad. A dink. I'm, I know. I'm a dad to twin boy, almost five year olds. It's um, we're knocking on the door of the, the fifth year. I don't know what to, what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. I get it. Well, check this out. Yeah. Well, my name's Adam Flaherty, but yeah. uh, the as of the release of this episode, I'm going to have a kid who's nine years old. Oh, man. One kid who's nine, one kid who's uh, almost six, and I'm going to be going to be 40 when this episode releases. Because you, the, a fun fact about you is that you, one of your daughters, and your dad yeah all share the exact same birthday how about that correct how correct yeah about that it's a cool thing in our family it's, it's uh, cool. definitely a special thing and um uh, yeah it's just one of those those things that's fun to tell people you're Your dad 40 be, right now dad's gonna be 81 yeah 81. wow god bless him Whew. yeah no i'm 39 right now i'm in my 30s what and look at you. I could, you're, I could see you. I could see jealousy in your eyes. I think that made me, I think that made me pull a muscle just hearing that. I think that made Which my one? back go out. My torso muscle. Good Lord. Well, um, well, live it up, man. Live up your thirties. Oh man. This last week, week and a half. Yeah. I'm going nuts. Oh, crazy. Including dude. Oh, mm-hmm. Podfest Multimedia Expo. <gasps> Podfest. Actually, no, nope. I shouldn't say that. We, you and I will be at PodFest a few days after the episode releases. We'll be down in Orlando. Make sure you take some Advil. Okay, you're going to need it, old man. Yeah, I'm psyched for PodFest. I think, I think we're going to have a good time. I, I, I know admittedly was a little skeptical that you, were, that you would eventually uh, pull the trigger on it, but, but you, you did. Man. Right before we hopped on for our recording, you were booking your flights, and, uh, and I'm really glad you're going to be there. I, I, it's a little I, bit of a safety net for me. I, I, if things get awkward... Uh-huh. There's always you right there to turn to. I'll be right there to make things more awkward. You know what's awkward? This conversation. <laughs> <laughs> let's move let's move away from this part of it to the next part. What's the next part? Well, I don't know. Today's a special episode because as our listeners will already know, uh this is a an interview show. And if you're new to the to the pod, welcome. And this is usually an interview show. We usually have a guest on and we talk, we let them talk smart and then we listen (laughs) and we talk dumb back to them. Um, But then, you know, there's some stuff before and after it, but not today. We're not going to do an interview today because, well, this is uh, is our first episode of the year. Technically. No. Yeah. Yes. Shows how much we've been paying attention. (laughs) (laughs) Well, in fairness, we, we had a little, a little break there. Yeah. Um, just to sort of, you know, rest and uh, 
refresh ourselves, but also because I I came down with the old coronavirus. Oh, finally, man. you look great, by the way. Yeah. I, I was Thanks. afraid because I didn't I didn't hear from you for like there was like two solid days where yeah. You know, I don't know. I thought I might get like a, like an update from you. And then I didn't. And then I started to get a little worried. <laughs> you know, it was, there were a couple of days where it was pretty bad, but yeah, Sarah and I both, both tested positive, Damn. both got through it and, um, glad to have it behind me. The girls, uh, miraculously stayed healthy the whole that's time. Good. I'm not sure how, but yeah, that's good. But I'll take it anyway. We're back and yeah, we are doing something, uh, kind of fun and different today. We're yeah. foregoing a guest in this episode so that you and I can talk about some of the things that we are hoping for in 2023 as it pertains to the podcast. But you know, we do have to do the thing where we say, especially to new listeners that modern dadhood can be found on any of the major platforms. So wherever you listen, if it's your first time hearing it, please subscribe wherever you listen, Uh, leave us a quick, quick rating and a review. What else is there? Tell Uh, tell a friend about about the the show. show. Tell your friend about the show. What do you have to lose? Nothing. That's out of All the right. way. Formalities aside, 2023. I mean, we're we're 70 some odd episodes in, like coming up on mm-hmm. 80 episodes of the show, which I don't know about you, but I'm proud of that. I think that's pretty cool. I'm oh, oh, absolutely. We've covered a lot of different topics. We've talked to some amazing people. We've had some really fun and funny conversations. We've had some pretty deep ones, done a lot of reflecting, but I feel like there's still ground to cover. So I guess I would start by asking you this. Are there, are there any topics that thinking back over the last few years that always sort of stuck in your mind as topics that you expected to cover at some point or, or hoped to cover at some point that we just haven't yet? Yeah, I think there's a few actually. In fact, in not our last episode, but the episode before that, we talked to a gentleman by the name of Jermaine Moore. Now, the topic in that episode was awesome. It was all about diversity, inclusion, equity, and, and, and how to talk about that and foster that at, at home and stuff. But he mentioned very briefly that one of his kids was adopted. They, right. they, he, he and his wife adopted, I want to say, a slightly older child, too. I can't quite remember the, the details. Yeah, but, maybe middle, middle school or high school aged at the time. Yeah. But when he mentioned that, I thought to myself, I don't think that we've really covered that topic ever. Um, huh. You know, and I think that's, that's one of those, I mean, our little mission, I, I would say, part of our mission with this show is to learn about experiences and, and perspectives that are different than our own in, in hopes that we can gain a broader worldview and maybe get a little bit smarter and, and get better at, at this thing called dadhood, you know? And that's something I know absolutely nothing about. I don't know that I really know anybody who is themselves adopted. I don't have any friends who are parents who have adopted kids. Hmm. So I, I know very little about the family dynamic that might exist there, but I just don't think that's a topic we've really covered at all. Yeah, um, I think that'd be a great topic. All right. I, I say, let's put that on the list and um, let's make it happen. I was thinking it'd be fun to chat with and, and learn from somebody who has a lot of kids. And I'm not talking like a big, you know, my dad w- grew up one of seven, you know, this Irish Catholic family. He was you're, you're talking like, the you're oldest talking like, of seven. 
You're talking like Nick Cannon? Yeah, I mean, like a dozen kids. Yeah, Nick, yeah, Nick talking Cannon. Nick right. Cannon? I'm talking about like, a, like a, a very high number of kids by today's standards. So like 10 kids or 12 kids yeah. or more. That would be really interesting. I mean, I, I, I grew up in a family of four and that sounds like a lot. Right. Like, yeah, I, like same here. I, exactly. I, yeah. It just, it just sounds like an awful lot of work, a lot of years <laughs> dedicated to the, to the, to the service of, of others. Uh, right. Not that you ever stop that, I suppose, but. But man, yeah, just keeping it going child yep. after child for such a long time. I mean, that would be really interesting. Years ago, my wife and I lived in uh, New Jersey. We lived in the great garden state, New Jersey. And um, there, was a, there was a couple that lived down the street. We, we called them uh, the army. We would see them walking and we'd, we'd say, here comes the army. Because they had, did they march in in sync with each other? <laughs> well, they had they had five children, which to us, you know, at the time seemed like a lot. But it was yeah, they had twins, both girls. They wanted a third child, and the dad in particular really wanted to have a boy. So they tried, and they ended up having triplets the second time go round. So they had five kids, but only. Two age ranges, two ages. Did they but know I, I, that you called them the army? No. And if they're okay. out there listening and happen to know who I am and that I'm talking about you, uh, <laughs> well, yeah. now, the, now, you know, uh, but no, that always struck me as like, wow, that looks every second of that looks like so much work. I'd also, you know, we've had a couple of episodes with transgender dads, Mm -hmm. both male and female. We haven't had an episode where we've had a homosexual dad or a homosexual couple Mm -hmm. of dads. Mm -hmm. And I I think that would be an awesome chat. The process of of having children. I was just just reading an article actually earlier tonight about um, Neil Patrick Harris. And they have twins. And the route that he and his husband went was surrogacy. Uh, Did they both donate sperm to this? I don't know. These are the questions I have. There's a lot of questions. No, that's what I'm saying. I think I I agree with you. I think it would be a good topic to explore. If the baby Um, comes out with a white lab coat looking like Doogie Howser, MD. Right. If there's a stethoscope around, around one of the kids' necks. Then you know who the winner was. Uh, yeah, I don't. You know what? I don't know that. I don't know the answer to any of these questions. You know, because I, I because I don't know. Well, so, then so that's we got to find I out. Pose the challenge to you to book Neil Neil Patrick Harris. Okay, on the podcast. I I'm putting it. I'm putting it down. It's in my notes. Who else? What are what other people? Any other people that um, topic aside that you just would love to talk fatherhood with? Are we going, are we going like, are we going pie in the sky or or are we going, is this just, we're just talking here. Let's go pastry in the atmosphere. Dessert in the, dessert in the troposphere. Um, (laughs) Okay. I got one. How about Ryan Gosling? It's too handsome, man. I would feel so intimidated. He's too handsome. Mm -hmm. But do we become more handsome by proxy? I don't. Is that how that works? Because I, I feel like if we put if we if I make a a, a, a teaser video and it's mm-hmm. side by side, you be <laughs> and, and Ryan Gosling right in the middle. I'm pretty yeah. sure 
we'll, we'll I'm never sure have we looked. fall away. Yeah, we'll never have looked so terrible. <laughs> but he, you know, At least he, so. he he seems like such. Obviously, I don't know the guy, right? But in interviews and 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 whatnot, he tend he comes off as being incredibly charming, and uh-huh. he talks about kids kind of a lot. I think he'd be a great one. I, when you said Ryan. Mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds popped into my head and I, I also think he would be an awesome person to talk to and to just look at. All right. How about somebody less handsome? You have anybody less handsome? Uh, I'm not going to say this person's less handsome, but I will say it's okay. somebody who whose name has come up on the podcast before, oh. but I really want to get him on. It's Josh Gad. I oh, want to yeah. get Josh Gad on this podcast so badly. Yeah, that would be great. I want his voice to grace this podcast. Well, the question is, can you, can you get him to sing something when we get, when he, when he, when he does eventually, I'm putting this out there in the, in the universe, when he, he accepts our invitation and and we get him on the show, do you think you'll be able to get him to sing something? If we can get him on the podcast, I can get him to sing something. Okay. Don't know what it's going to be, but it'll be something. Sounds to me like challenge accepted. We will get Josh Gad on this podcast in 2023. Okay. Uh, who else, Mark? Who else you got on your list? I'm going to go serious for a minute. Do you know Tanahasi Coates? Tanahasi Coates. Um, I know that name. Who is that? Is okay. Tanahasi Coates. He's a journalist uh, and an author. He was a correspondent or is uh, for the Atlantic for a while. Mm-hmm. But he also wrote the book Between the World and Me. Does that sound familiar? Does that ring a bell? I have not read that book. And no, I don't think I've heard of it. It's an awesome book. So the whole book is him trying to answer some like really big questions about the world and, and, and his place in the world and his son's place in the world um, to him. Ta-Nehisi Coates is he's a black man. He's from Baltimore, I think. Um, and his life couldn't be more different than our lives uh and um hearing his i listened to the book the truth is out i didn't read it i listened to the book but it was read by him in the audio audio, what a, audio version you, what a coward i'm such a i'm just a lying horrible no but i listened to the book but hearing him talk to his son about his own experiences growing up. And then, you know, the the same, it's the same stuff that you and I do and talk about with our kids, but talk about a perspective change, you know, like it couldn't. So there's, there's so many times throughout the book that I felt myself sort of like in passing, you know, as if two cars on a highway going opposite directions for just that brief moment, sort of feeling like, Oh yeah, I get that. I understand that. I feel that same thing. Um, I just feel like it would be a hell of a conversation. Let's put it out there into the ether. You know, we also should get on the pod. We should, we should get LeVar Burton on. Oh man, that would be great. I feel like there, there's only a few people. So you had like Bill Cosby, right? Until he disgraced himself or i mean mm-hmm. i guess he was always a piece of shit but like yeah, until it, finally, it, finally until he became it. disgraced because all of this came to light yeah. you had him you had uh mr rogers there's only a, f- a few you got tom hanks people mm-hmm. that fall into this like america's dad type yeah category beloved. yeah 
And I feel like LeVar Burton is one of the only few remaining. I mean, I mean, what do we talk about? Do we just, you know, do we, do we talk about Star Trek the whole time? I think, I mean, I think you, you start, I think you lead in with reading rainbow, right? (laughs) Fine. All right. (laughs) He's got plenty going on, but he's somebody that I would love to talk about his fatherhood experience. And sort of like when we talked to Emilio Delgado, I um, I was just thinking the same thing. He was just a father figure to so many of us who grew up watching reading rainbow. What are some of the stories that he heard, you know, from kids out there? who, who were introduced to so much through something like reading rainbow or not, you know, no jokes aside or, or, or <laughs> no jokes aside. That was up to words there. Uh, joking, joking aside, uh, star Trek too. I mean, he was a fucking pivotal yeah. character on, on that yeah. next generation series, you know, totally agree. Get him on, uh, get him on the damn, get him on the damn pod. Would you? Here's another guy. Uh, speaking of the America's dad type mm-hmm. persona, mm-hmm. here's a guy who I, I can kind of see coming into that sort of uh, stature in another five or 10 years. And his name has come up multiple times in this show. Uh, Lynn Manuel Miranda is somebody oh, who I yeah. still really he's probably out of our league. I don't know. Something something kind of magical about him and something pretty incredible about how his brain works. But he's uh, for sure a special dude. How about this? How about this one? Let's take a, a a complete ninety degree turn and and talk about a topic. How about custody? Ooh, the, how about a situation where you've got uh, somebody who is uh, wanting to be uh, the best parent they can be, the best dad they can be, but they're going through for whatever reason you know, something really difficult or has gone through and is maybe out on the other side of that now and comfortable talking about it. The process, you know, of going, of going through something like that, dealing, dealing with it yourself and having to potentially maybe explain to children through a process, you know, fighting with somebody who you made your children with over who gets to take care of them and when and how much. Yeah. Boy, that's so, gotta be a struggle. So, so many, so many, you know, not, not speaking from experience, obviously, but like must be so many just horribly like sterile, mundane, like line items, you know, to have to talk about and deal with that are all related to these really, really big, important things like, your children and your marriage or your divorce, you know, all these things where with, with these people that you used to be emotionally involved with and now reduced to, you know, paperwork, you know, and like I said, you know, line items and lawyer speak and, and, and all of this kind of stuff. How do you maintain throughout that process? You know, a little bit of a, you know, yeah. Yeah. You know, I uh loved our two parter on uh IVF um with mm. your buddy Murph. He was super candid and talking about uh the process and obviously they um got very lucky and ended up having a daughter who I know you've um gotten to spend some time with. There's somebody else who ha- was on my list 
Mm. who I wanted to chat with about his IVF process. Um, He's in a a very unique situation as it pertains to IVF. And Mm. I had to take him off my list uh, because I actually I booked an interview with him. Which I'm psyched about, and I don't, I'm not going to reveal who it is because he'll probably be our next guest. But it's going to be a great one. It's going to be a, a, a an entertaining one, and mm. also just a really uh, interesting one. And I can't wait for our listeners to hear it. And I can't believe that I didn't know where you were going with that for ninety five percent of it. <laughs> um. All right, back to the list of potentials. I'm I'm just going to go right to the top. Yeah. Barack Obama. I'm just, I know, I know. <laughs> is the he chances. out of our league though? I is know he out chances. of our, or is he not? Maybe, maybe he's not. Maybe he's not. I, he's a busy guy. We'll, we'll put it that way. He's, he's, gonna, he's a years. busy dude. Maybe he's bored. <laughs> it's been, come on, man. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Oh, Mr. President. Come on. It's been years. <laughs> Somebody out there knows him. Let it ride. Let's get back down to earth. Anybody, anybody more practical on your, on your list? Well, I mean, I always enjoy talking to people who are funny. I, 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 we've had a number of comedians on the show. I uh, think Pete Holmes would be a great guest. I think, um, what about Berbiglia? Yeah, I've tried, man. I've tried to get Mike Berbiglia on the show and we've had putting it out there. We have had now on a number of people who are sort of in that circle with Mike Perbiglia, with Pete Holmes. I feel like it's just a matter of time before we get Mike Perbiglia on. He reaches out to us, you, you think, <laughs> yes, maybe. exactly. It's a matter of time before exactly. he just picks up the phone, gives us a call. Yeah. yeah. Um, Here's another one. Were you ever a Beastie Boys fan growing up? We've talked about Beastie Boys plenty, was right? Was I ever a Beastie Boys You had ill Boys communication, fan. right? On cassette, I want to get yeah. Mike D on the podcast. I, I will. Say I don't know this. why. I, I just, I, I, I just think he's just, just so fucking cool. That's all. That, that's why. There's no, no reason beyond that. Michael Lewis Diamond. I'm finding out on, on, on Wikipedia. Well, there we go. Now we have an in because, uh, because you must know somebody named Lewis, right? You can make some kind of connection there. Sure. That's the way in. Dear Mike D. Dear Mister D. Oh, I got another musician. What about Jeff Tweedy? You Wilco Jeff fan? Jeff Tweedy would be a good one. Yeah. Um, no, I'm not really a Wilco. F- I I can appreciate all of their music. I just never have uh, have followed it a lot. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, he's just been I don't know. He's just been like one of these. He's brilliant. You know, he's been kind yeah. of around the world. You know, he's kind of you know yeah weather beaten. He had, I don't know a ton about his family life, but I know that, that he had a son, Spencer, um, a drummer right around that. Yeah. They play together now actually, which is also super cool. Um, but I remember watching, um, I am trying to break your heart. The, the documentary that was made about the creation of, uh, the, the, the process of producing, uh, creating and producing Yankee Hotel Foxtrot. I, the first song I heard from it was the song Heavy Metal, Heavy Metal Drummer. And I remember watching, the whole point of my story was I remember watching the documentary and there was his little son on the tour bus with them. Oh, um, yeah. In the, in, at, soon after that album. And uh, his son was playing a game with him where he was trying to tap out the beats 
of songs to his dad, Jeff Tweedy, and his dad had to guess which song it was. And I remember a really cute moment where he was tapping out the the beat to heavy metal drummer. Um, And anyway, flash forward to me now having children of my own and still loving that album just as much as I ever have. um, We, the song heavy metal drummer became like a lullaby song that we would sing to our kids and still do uh, uh, when they, when they need to sing, when they need a song um, sung. Yeah. It just was one of those nights, you know, it's like early on you're exhausted. You're trying to do anything to get your kids to sleep. And then like, through the fog in your mind, some of the most random stuff, you know, floats to the surface. And that song just yep. floated to the surface one night and I was able to sing the entire thing. And then they wanted me to sing it the next night. So started a uh, tradition. I like that. I like that tradition. So let's get uh, Mr. Tweedy on and I'll we'll get Jeff Tweedy on. Tell him my story. Sing the, the song for him. Sing the horrible bastardized version that I do. Of the song. We got anything else? Any, any other topics? Oh, any there was people? one thing there. Yes. There was one thing I wanted to say. I wanted to say, I think we should congratulate friend of the show and previous guest, John Clausen, because I yes. don't know if you're aware of this, but he yes. and his writing partner, Mac Barnett, um, their, they, their story um, yeah, the shapes. Is, yeah, is being turned was was not not is is already turned into a a, a stop motion series on Apple TV called Shape yes. Island. And How I think it comes out. I believe it comes out the day that this episode drops too, January twentieth. January twentieth, Friday, January twentieth. Well, how serendipitous yeah. is that? I cannot wait to check that out. I, I messaged Man. him or I commented on something on his Instagram the other day just to say congratulations, because that's huge. It's so huge. And it's just so well-deserved. The, the, the so well-deserved, man. They just create I hope such wonderful, wonderful shit. They do. They do. They're both so talented. And the combo, you just can't beat it in terms mm-hmm. of kids. Interesting, you know, thought-provoking, um, beautifully illustrated kids' yeah. books. I'm so psyched to see it. Yeah. Same here. Congratulations, John. Congratulations, John. We've thrown out a lot of names, a few really good topics. I'm feeling good. I I feel like we've got some work to do now, some booking to do. We do. We got to get to work. Look, I mean, this is a non-traditional episode. We don't, we don't have to do a recurring thing, do we? I don't know if we have to redo a recurring segment. I, I do have a, did I just say that out loud? I'll just do it. Should we do it? I also have kind of a funny, funny story. It's not even really much of a story, but I I just recently discovered that one of my children's has been stashing dirty socks down in the corner of one of our couches, like, like shoved way down. Didn't know they were there. I went walking by the cushion was slightly uh, leaning and I saw a sock and I pulled it and then there was another one and another one and another, oh, and they just, God. they just kept coming. They're so, they just, just so many socks. It was like, it was like a vein, you know, down in the earth, <laughs> uh, vein. it just produced <laughs> dirty socks. And were, were, uh, was it very, was it all very stinky? It was pretty stinky. Yeah. Uh, and we don't know who it was. I actually haven't really approached them about it yet. You know, just haven't found the time to do it yet. But, uh, yeah, my younger daughter has a a drawer in her nightstand that I discovered one day, like several months ago, I opened it up and it's full of 
old toilet paper rolls, like just the the cardboard roll. Okay. I don't know if she she finishes the roll of toilet paper in the bathroom and then takes it, or if she spots one in the trash in the bathroom and pulls it out. But uh, yeah. she she has devised this. I don't know if it's some kind of idea for a craft, or right. she pretends that they're something. But she's got this drawer now full of of toilet paper rolls. It's similarly weird. Yeah, that's really, really funny. Kids are weird. <laughs> Kids man. do they, the darndest things. What the heck are they thinking? All right. Um. All right, but you 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 have something to share, right? You're going to share yeah. a, a segment of one of our. Uh, I think it was actually our first recurring segment, right? And it's called. Did I just say that out loud? All right, let's have it. I'm going straight in with this one. You ready? <clears throat> Quote. There's always a little bit of dookie on your bum hole after you poop. I mean, I mean, the, the, the scenario is clearly mm-hmm. he finished going, mm-hmm. did a real quick wipe. It was it was clean. And he said, I got nothing. I, I don't have here. to wipe. Yep, yeah, I'm out of here. No. Nope. And you said you said, hold on. I said, whoa, wait, wait. Hey, there, hold slow, on a second, pal. Slow down, cowboy. <laughs> yeah. You got to go in for a round two a little deeper this time. Yeah. And there was a little, there was some protesting and there was, you know, uh, they, he was clearly annoyed, you know, he thought, he thought I, uh, you know, I was just being, I was just being mean or something by making him sit back down, but he was ready to just hop up, pull up and, right and back run to playing. and run. Yeah. He was going to skip a lot of the steps. Uh, and, and I just, I mean, that, that no sentence, flushing, no yeah. washing, no washing straight yeah. back to trucks. Yeah. Right back to right back to giving everyone pink eye. Um, (laughs) And uh, yeah, no. And I just, you know, it was one of those one of those moments where I was I just started talking and that was the sentence that came out. And it just, you know, I just I heard myself right after I said it. I heard the sentence. Did you you, were you like dookie? Yeah. Do I really call it that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it was like a couple things. It was like I don't, I don't, I don't think I ever say bumhole either. <laughs> yeah, there was a few things that just stuck out. It was dookie. It was bumhole. Uh, it was like this, this sort of like matter of factness and kind of serious tone that I took. You know, that was just like, oh man. That Do you ever going, say something like that, that and then down. you just say out loud to yourself softly, "Who says that? Who says that? Talk like that? <laughs> no." Who says that? I don't. Uh, that was great. So he it. went uh, very quickly. He went back and did a round two and, and did your theory prove out or what? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I had I had to do the round two to prove it. But you found um, something. Yeah. Yeah. There was still. Yeah. There was still <laughs> a little bit of evidence down there. <laughs> Which makes you wonder, right? Like, you know, at daycare or school or whatever. Yeah. All day, all day long. There's stuff in there. Yeah. Well, there you go. This is a good note to end on. Dads and moms listening, uh, thank you first and for first and foremost, first and for, first most, for giving us a shot here on Modern Dadhood. Uh, again, please consider leaving us a quick rating and a review, uh, and subscribing wherever you listen. That might be Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, Spotify. You can also get all the episodes right on our website at moderndadhood.com where you can easily search for any topic or guest that we've had on the show. Uh, Mark and I would love if you would tell one friend about the show. 
please. Very easy thing to do, uh, goes a long way, means a lot to us. Oh, hey, you know, when you're on our when you're on our website, which is moderndadhood.com, you can do several super fun things. You can pick up a T-shirt or a dad hoodie for yourself or a, or a loved one. You can drop us a line. The email address is right there. And there's a form at the bottom of the site, actually. You can drop us a line, though, at hey at moderndadhood.com. Tell us what you uh, appreciate and what you uh, do not appreciate about the show. You know, you can also find us on Instagram and Facebook and the YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, as always, to Casper Baby Pants and to Spencer Albee for the music that you hear in Modern Dadhood. Uh, major thanks to our friend Pete Morse at Red Vault Audio for taking these sound files that Mark and I create and uh, making us sound uh, fantastic. Check him out at redvaultaudio.com. No guest, no guest to thank this week. But thank, you know what I will to say? All Mark? of our previous guests. Thanks to all of our guests. Thanks yeah. to all of the people who say yes to being on our show in 2023. Thank yeah. you, Mark, mm-hmm. for being on this journey with me. And you know what else? Thanks to the listener. Thank you, listener. Love you. <laughs> <laughs>